0: Welcome to the Patrick Real Estate Show, where we explore the fascinating world of real estate investing with your host, Patrick Switek. Patrick is a dynamic young entrepreneur and an accomplished real estate investor who's passionate about helping others achieve financial freedom. Each week we sit down with some of the most inspiring individuals in the real estate industry and delve into their personal journeys, lessons learned, and secrets to their success. Let's dive into this week's episode.
1: I'm actually really excited to have you on. The people that don't know, Annie is the CEO of a company called HostCo and what it is is just a store that you can put inside of your Airbnb properties that's virtual and that functions and helps you sell products, cool experiences and other things of that nature. I definitely want Annie to talk more about that aspect of it, but Annie and I have been talking for quite some time now and I've personally integrated HostCo into my business and all the airbnbs that we have and the ones that we manage and it's been great we sell late checkouts early check-ins owners are happy because they get a split of that we also do upselling into really cool experiences and making more of a luxury concierge service that people really buy into so for example when people stay at our luxury properties we have them pretty much have the potential to have You know a massage or a sound bath or something really cool like a hike because our area is joshua tree and so there's a lot of really cool things here that you guys can do i'm just really excited to welcome annie and just to share her story and uh, a little bit more about her expertise basically making more revenue on your short-term rentals other than just bookings yeah welcome to the show
0: thank you patrick i am very happy to be here
1: awesome yeah so annie before we get even started into all the fun stuff I do want to maybe do a little bit of an introduction on you and like how you got started how you fell into this world and yeah your background
0: yes so i used to be a producer director at hgtv so funny getting into this world so i produced and directed shows like curb appeal landscape smart design to sell design on a dime color splash worked on tons of tv shows I went to film school in Los Angeles, and then I started working in film and television. And that's where I met my co-founder. And after many years at HGTV, he left with a designer from HGTV, who I don't think I can name, but, and they started a real estate company, a real estate and property management company. And their business model was they found houses in distress in vacation areas. They flipped them quickly because... That's our, I could flip a house so fast because I've worked on so many of these TV shows. And then they would sell them as a ready to go short term rental property. And they would say, here's the keys. We've already have it listed. We are the property management company. The Wi Fi is on. And they would sell them at a crazy premium because, as we all know, all of the work that you need to start a short term rental is crazy, right? You get it. Yeah. And then you don't realize you need six months of paying the mortgage to even kick it off, right? right? Do you have the right furniture? Do you have all of your processes, right? They would have that taken. Care- Meanwhile, I went further into tech After HGTV, creative director doing lots of video for Google, for Airbnb. I was a creative director at Twitter for several years and then I was a creative director at Facebook for several years. And throughout all of that, I've been a short-term rental host and in fact owned a property that my co-founder managed and sold to me. And uh, of course I was in tech, no idea I would be in this line of work today, but I was constantly noticing the guests asking the same questions. Even with single properties, Can I get a late checkout? Where do I get a massage? Where can I get a a sound bath, right? Can we get a mid-state clean? Hey, we're a bachelorette party. Can we get an extra recycling pickup because we're gonna be here all week? All of that kind of stuff. So my co-founder and I just said, no, one's taking care of all these things that need to happen. And in this digital world, you can just put these on a store and have them book them, right? And I said, I'll build a beta. I've been in tech now for a few years, post HGTV. Let me build a beta. We built a product that was essentially a, a digital mini market where the guest could say, I want request to request a late checkout. I want a massage. I want a massage my family. And I want a portrait, portrait photography, whatever it is, and sales of things on site. Firewood was a big one. Phone chargers was a big one. We even experimented with $250 sun hats and it all sold. That was, so I was still at Facebook as a creative director and in the first month of releasing this in seven of, our, of my co-founder's houses, of guests bought something. It makes sense, guests are a captive audience. Once they've made the decision, the competitive decision of where to stay for the nightly rate, Mm -hmm. they will spend way more for the things they need while they're there, right? right? I very preemptively quit my job at Facebook. I probably should have waited a while longer. I was like, I'm quitting my job. This product works really well. And here we are today. We initially built this for our own users, and then it worked so well that we've just continued to grow it. That's
1: incredible. <laughs> and your background is very fitting for it. You come from such to be a creative director for a tech company. I can't even imagine. What kind of stop what kind of problems were you working with all day every day and does that translate to what you do now or is it completely different?
0: It does. It actually translates really well. So, a lot of the things that I was doing were things like privacy this is privacy policies, or we just built this product, but how do humans understand it and how do humans use it? So a lot of user experience, but we know people are going to want this, but how do we actually talk about it and how do we make it look and feel like something that is accessible? And that's something, especially now for me, is anyone can use this. Anyone can figure it out in three minutes. How do we, I would at Google or anywhere I've worked, here's this thing now you figure out creatively how people understand it very easily.
1: Got it, yeah. got it. So definitely translated some of those skills to what you're doing yeah. now, that's cool. Cool, and from there, you just, I mean, you quit your job pretty quickly. <laughs> did, you have, uh, <laughs> did you have like kids or anything? Did you like have a forethought? Was, did you have a partner that was working at the time or was it just you? you
0: no, know, it was myself. I have two, when I quit, I had a two-year-old and a four-year-old <laughs> oh my
1: god. <laughs> yes. Satan, I do at <laughs> least I think. You yes. Did I'd
0: what been did, a creative right. director at, yeah. And I we had been working on this while I was mm-hmm. at Facebook. So the thought was save up as much as you can so when you do quit you have something to land on because we weren't making very much money, right? Right. And that propelled it for quite a while to where we are, not to where we are now, but the first year probably.
1: Are you still bootstrapped? Like, is are you net positive cash flow, if I may ask? After the yeah,
0: we are, yeah. we are, we weren't. We raised $2.1 million in go. 2021. Yeah, pre-product, which is very 2021 of us, if anyone knows the venture <laughs> capital <laughs> landscape. We had a beta. That's wild. <laughs> in seven houses, but it was working so well and the market is obviously so huge. And we were able to build our product and almost all of those funds have gone to the product, right? Yeah. We don't do any paid advertising and we're still growing, but our whole thing is if the product works really well, this is an industry that is so much word of mouth that it's gonna grow. If, it right. work, if it's providing value in the first two days that you use it, then it's gonna grow itself, right?
1: Agreed. And so yeah. here we are now. How yeah. And I've been using it for like, I think, two weeks, I feel like, or something like that. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so cool. So with that, let's talk about um, what this looks like, right? So let's say somebody's interested in adding this to their Airbnb, right? What is the expectation? How does the process work? Walk me through that.
0: Yeah, so let's say you're a host, You've got one, we'll just keep it simple, one property. You come to the HostCo website and you go, oh, this is cool. I wanna create a HostCo store for my property. Mm. You can click get started and it'll ask you for a demo, which you can sign up for, highly recommend, but you can also skip it and just say, I wanna create a store and see what it looks like. Creating your store takes about 30 seconds. You say, I wanna name this store Cozy Cabin Tahoe. Here's my zip code and here's a picture of my store hit make my store it immediately creates a unique store for you based on your location and automatically pulls in the local vendors that we've approved in that area it will start with massage chef baby equipment rental and then a few alterations early check-in late checkout etc all of those things you can turn on and off all of those things you can change the price on them you can say i need a five day lead time you can do a lot of different things to your products. You can say, I want this tile to ask my cleaner when someone requests a mid clean, and you can add their text or their phone number or their email, oh. right? And you now all of a sudden have a web link that you can add to your outgoing messaging for hmm. your store. So copy the web link and go, okay, I'm gonna put this in my Airbnb post-booking message. Hey, thanks for booking. We're so happy to have you. If you'd like any services or products while you're here, Check out our store. Got it. The cool thing with the store as well is everything that your store starts with, every just product that's already in there, it's a request. No guest is going to purchase something and you don't, you don't know no. about it. All of those things are going to send you a ping either by text to you or phone, whichever way you, or email, whichever way you want to do it, and say this person asked for a late checkout on this day.
1: Mm-hmm. At
0: this time, can you do it? and they have a calendar, et cetera, you can say, no, I can't. Or if you say yes, it will process their money. So we hold their credit card just like a a hotel does, process their money, alert them that they have been approved for the late checkout, alert you, and also you can add that to a calendar as well. So you can add to like a Google calendar and soon to a couple of property management software calendars too. Um, So it creates the whole system. The late checkout is a little bit more complicated than something like firewood sales. Right, Firewood sales there, your guest is going to say, yes, I want to buy firewood. You probably don't need them to approve it. And then after purchase, it unlocks information for them. Great. Firewood is behind the house. It's under the tarp, take one bundle, right? Or a bike rental. We see boat rental. We see, you can put things in your tiles. Like, Hey, you got to fill out this people insurance,
1: steal the firewood or they take more than needed. Does that happen? Cause I'm assuming that's a question that people would ask.
0: Yeah. Generally, no. What we say is, one, only sell one or two things that you really know people are going to want, right? Having a whole bunch of stuff for sale is not its not luxury hospitality. You can have quite a few things. We do have people that have a whole store, but they are like $4,000 a night and they're curated oils and all that kind of stuff. Got it. Um, I used to sell products in my own rentals and I stopped doing it because I didn't want to deal with that. Yeah. But things like firewood are great. If it's somewhere that people want hangover kits, those are great too. Nice. Because products are generally locked behind the receipt. People are already like, "Oh, I don't want to I don't want to take more than mm. I have." And most people will put them in a place where it's out of the way. One big tip I would say with upsells in general is don't sell anything under $20. So you look, unless you're a hostel, right? Yeah. If someone given, give up a, a beautiful local amenities kit that has a toothbrush and four things in it, people right. love that, right? Or bundle a hangover kit. Don't just don't sell aspirin to anyone or Advil, right? Because upsells in general should always be a value add. You're never, ever selling anything to anyone. You're saying, oh, we have these additional features, just like hotels do. Hotels have this down right? Oh, you have these additional features for you. You have to pay for them, but they're always positioned as additional features. What
1: about, because you said no less than $20. I know some hotels will charge you if they, if you use, like, if you get the candy or the water bottle that they have. I don't know if that's like the best hospitality there then, but as hosts, I feel like you should do better. Um, Yeah.
0: Or give it away for free. Whatever you can manage in your budget to provide it Mm. Uh, don't switch it if you have a welcome basket keep giving a welcome basket it's only when they say oh where did you get those welcome Can i get an extra welcome basket yeah it's 25 dollars, and I'll, i'm happy to give you one right
1: nice yeah i yeah. see what you mean one one interesting thing that because we were starting to talk about items to sell and i want to hear like what you've seen be the most popular things that you see people requesting a lot because you have a lot mm. of data So I want to tap into that data on what people actually want because you have data of all the sales. And I also want to tap into the data of what other extra experiences people really want, what's really popular because you have the data for it. But I'm curious because I I actually have a client where this use case was really interesting. The client owns a coffee company. And one of the really cool things that we offer for them is the ability to sell their coffee, like extra bags of coffee and Mm -hmm. things of that nature. Like hey, you like the coffee? Like we have full bags and that supports their um, whole initiative of distributing the coffee to more and more people on top of um, their brand because they're from Illinois. So like they in Joshua Tree, they don't have any presence. So this is a great way to start getting into the West Coast for all the people that stay at their property. Now that's something that we... Thought that would be a really cool collaboration so we got branded stays you coffee that we use in some of our homes which with done goshen coffee so it's yeah. been really cool to see like that kind of partnership so i just thought that was really unique and something that would be really cool to support another owner's business goal and they almost felt oh they're on our side they're looking to win with us it was a really cool thing yeah
0: we've seen really interesting particularly with coffee ways so Uh, We can we'll get into what's selling, but we have people who offer items in their units that they ship. So hey, you love the art? We will you can buy it through our HostCo store and ship it. Uh, We have definitely have users who do sale of on-site products. We have a woman in North Carolina. All she sells is Christmas ornaments in the shape of North Carolina. (laughs) It's so funny, and she just sells them all year. Good for her. I'm like this is a great use case for this. We also have users who've added their own affiliate partner. We don't need to get involved. You can add a tile that says, love our couch. Here's where we got it. We don't do very much of that, but what that does is it removes the fulfillment aspect from you, but you're still getting 10% of the revenue. So if you're saying love this coffee, buy more of it, it will push Mm. them to the partner page, but it's tracking your revenue affiliate from it, which that has made what we do a lot easier than, or anyone than doing the fulfillment. We can do, hey, what address do you want it shipped to? We can do sales tax, et cetera. But at this point I'm like, just add your own affiliate. We have affiliates too, but add your own affiliates and you're off to the races.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And so what's selling? What's really, (laughs) let's talk about some use cases of what people are selling
0: you start with a bedrock of alterations so late checkout early check-in pool heating pet fee and those things you can do through say airbnb right but it's a huge pain it's an invoice it's 10 p.m someone asks for a late checkout or whatever it is Oh yeah, I have to go through, I have to invoice them. Did they PayPal it? Like just mm. this whole system. Right. Whereas you can just send them a text link and go, great, here it's done. Let me capture that. Those are always going to sell. The second category behind that is wellness. In, we, we map our amenities to hotels is generally what we offer. Wellness is becoming as large of a category as food and beverage, which is wow. mind blowing, right? Crazy. People are drinking less. They're doing more reiki or whatever. Anything wellness oriented generally does well. Massage is big. Facial, anything, particularly for a group area, like we'll get a we'll get a yoga instructor come out for you and your girlfriends, right? Nice. Anything wellness, certainly food and beverage, and we're like, if you can use DoorDash, do it. We don't need to do that again. You're elevating the experience for your upsells. You're not being like, yeah, go to DoorDash, right?
1: What about um, a fully stocked fridge? I feel like that was really popular when I was for Full stock
0: Fully stocked fridge is definitely popular. I would say if you're gonna do it, charge a lot for it because you have to be more involved with that rental mm-hmm. in order to do it. Uh, and you also have to have some communication with the guest about what they want. Got or it. you have to say, here's the 15 things we're adding, right? Um, we also have users who they have a runner for their property management company, and they will have the guest order food from a grocery store and they will go get it and stock it.
1: Oh, no. Nice. So they
0: just essentially, and places where you don't have Instacart, say, and a lot of, like Joshua Tree, they'll have their runner and it'll be like a $75 charge, right? Mm. But most, again, most people are like, heck yeah, we got 10 people. We don't want to go to the store. Like, yeah. just do it for us right? Catering is big because if you have a space for an event, the hibachi guy for your family reunion, you and your cousin or whatever. Chef's dinners are very popular. Special occasion dinners are popular. We had one guest recently purchase $3,600 in amenities in one sale. What? (laughs) Isn't that crazy? It's eclipsing the nightly rate. She bought four massages that were $200 each for her and her girlfriends. She bought a chef's dinner for eight, and she bought a late checkout. Wow. I, that's that just goes to show people will nickel and dime that this is why we have dynamic pricing, right? They'll be like, oh, that one's $3 cheaper. People are so focused on the nightly rate, but then they, they are, as we say in travel, they are time poor and cash rich. They're like, mm-hmm. this time is so much more valuable. So I'm gonna spend the money to make it good time.
1: Cause they're already spending money on the rental. So it's like, why yeah. not save the times so and enjoy the rental. Yeah, totally. Yeah hundred percent. Cool. Do you have any use cases of, or just examples of people and cause you've mentioned some of these to me. So I'm curious of how much potentially you can make doing this and what are some examples of people and what they're doing with their stores to make money and like how much they make. I'm just curious how that is.
0: Yeah. We paid out one property manager on the East coast. She has a circle of cabins around a lake, $10,000 last month. And that is, she's the property manager. Not the owner. Also as a property manager, people do this differently. I don't wanna get too controversial, but some people think I'm the property manager. This is entirely guest experience. This is my revenue stream that I'm managing. So I'm now making 100% of this, not 25%. The average listing, very average, is three to $500 in sales a month. As long as it's booked consistently because everybody's gonna get a late checkout and then some are gonna add a massage, Some will add catering. If you have on-site products, some people sell a case of water, right? Mm -hmm. If you're in an area where the water's not great, again, never sell a single water bottle. Just give them a water bottle, right? Mm -hmm. Or cases of sparkling water. Those are all the base things you're going to sell, and then you can build on from there. Besides the revenue uh, monthly, there's another element that I think is a little not very obvious with upsells and amenities upsells, which is they are an incredible marketing stream for rebooking, which Mm. everyone should be moving as much as they can to direct booking, right? I know that's easier said than done, right? But amenities, particularly unique amenities, give you a reason to email your guests that does not include a discount. Example being, hey, this summer, we're gonna have a Reiki healer and a sound bath artist available for our guests. Or we had a property manager that attached a mobile tattoo artist for the week of Coachella, which, what, no one actually, and we had to make sure that was illegal. I saw that, Uh I was like, we gotta contact our lawyers on this one, but nobody actually booked that, that mobile tattoo artist but you sure as heck will know that everyone that got that email opened it, right? Mm-hmm. It is giving you a really good reason, just like hotels do, to reach out to guests and be like, this season we have holiday decor. It might cost $500, but if you're staying somewhere, you're like, yeah, I would love that, right? Let's bring it or $300. It creates a unique rebooking element with no discounts and also creates marketing from the experience of those things because somebody is gonna take photos of that thing. We had a property manager that attached beer burros, that are donkeys that walk around the property with saddlebags full of beer. (laughs) You know, everyone's gonna take a photo and then their friends who are planning a bachelor party, six months later, are like, Oh, what was that place you stayed? Because Mm -hmm. they have those amenities. So it's giving you some differentiation in a really saturated market. Mm -hmm. um, That is nothing to do with price comparisons, right? You can add These amenities to your listing, if you say an amenity, you should be giving it for free. You're not saying we have a pool and then charging $30, but you can say we have connected spa amenities, right? Or you can show a picture of the beer burrows, right? Because people aren't expecting that to be included in the rate.
1: Right. That's cool. And that's additional elevated experience for the guests to come in. I think that's incredible.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's Um, the thing. People talk about that. Pardon me. People talk about what is the thing that they remember from your place that they wouldn't remember from another place? Right. What is their takeaway? And if you can give them more takeaway, that to me is an improved guest experience. Got it,
1: got it. And okay, cool. So obviously there's a lot of use cases of things <laughs> you can do. And yeah. I think we could talk like ages about all these totally. other things we could do. But I'm curious now going into numbers and how all this works logistically, do you have any likes or tricks you have just working through something like this or implementing the store and in, in, in doing upsells? And maybe talk a little bit about upsells and what that really means.
0: Yeah. Upsells is such a buzzy word this year, but like mm-hmm. what the heck is upsells, right? My biggest advice is if you have a store, message that right after someone books. Hey, you add it to your outgoing automated messaging. We're so excited to have you if you'd like any local products or services while you're here, check out our store. And your store will schedule things. And you could also say it's not available for seven days, but it's all about the messaging. The other element there, if you're using HostCo, if you're doing it on your own, whoever you're using, if you're using a PMS and you're doing some of this, Getting specific with what you offer because people uh-huh. guests have no idea what a local amenity. They're like, "Is that a pool? What is a local amenity?" Right? Right, right? And nobody knows what upsells are either. Messaging your guests and saying, "If you're interested in some in local products or services like a late checkout, custom boot fitting while you're in Austin, massage or pool heating, check out our store." So giving specifics because people will not remember. Or if you're using a digital guest book, we work with a lot of digital guest book companies as partners. We say the same thing. Don't just show a tile that says local amenities. No one's gonna ever click on something that says local amenities. Right. Have a tile that says late checkout, massage. You can be mm. much more specific. Our most successful hosts also message one week before, about one week before check in. Hey, you're seven days out. If you'd like any services while you're here, and again, it's, it is positioned as a value add, mm. right? It's ne- right. you're never selling anything to anybody. Right. You're just helping them out with the things they're already looking for, right? So they're. Right generally happy about that. Those are our main tips. I mean, it we have, we have hosts of property managers that sell a pontoon boat for a week rental and it's $3,000 for a week, right? Oh, I yeah. do have a tip on that too. And that's all they sell, but good for them. It automates like the insurance form. It lets you know who had it last. They have to sign the terms of service. It has a cancellation policy. So all those things that you're doing off the platform. There is one thing that I would recommend to Anyone who is offering equipment on site, so bikes, boats, we've had to stop people renting their cars on our platform. <laughs> wow. Like yeah. Her. Yeah, exactly. Rent my Tesla for the day, which I would want to rent it. Right. But mm-hmm. the liability for you, huge. none of is huge. We offer insurance products, which are just about to be released. I will say to everyone, don't ever rent a bike, give the bike away but charge for liability and damage for the day. Mm. And you can word that in a way that's hey, you can use these bikes uh, with this insurance and liability. You can call it some whatever you want. And we have partners like Rental Guardian and Superhog that do oh. the back end for that. But your liability on any product in your house, any equipment is going to be a lot less if you sell the insurance product and not the equipment. Got it.
1: Yeah. Got it. I like that. So that's yeah. a little trick you can use for for your store, and just make sure not to do that. I wanted to yeah. rent out ATVs at one point, but I thought this is too much of a liability. Oh, there's, it's there's such no a liability. Way. Yeah. Uh, so cool. And I, <clears throat> so I, I guess another thing that I'm, I'm curious about here, that I wanted to open up the conversation with, and I've been thinking about this a lot. So. Obviously, now I've been very bullish on buying and selling property management companies, Mm short-term rental property management companies. And there's a unique aspect to having a in-store, like a store inside of your whole management Mm -hmm. company. So let's say that over, let's say today, I buy a management company that's making $100,000 net a year for easy numbers. Mm -hmm. Now, let's say that I can put a store in across those... 15 properties or 10 properties, let's say 10 properties, and they can make 10,000 a month to me. So now that's an extra, let's just say, average 100, 120,000 a year. So mm-hmm. now I'm, I went from making $100,000 a year to $220,000 a year. I just increased my valuation of the business yes. by like over 100% overnight yeah. almost, just based on applying a another revenue source. Because when you're analyzing these deals, they're looking off of a bidder. So if you have a yeah. sector of your business that's upsells or whatever it is in store in in your store, that is that kind of blows my mind. Where I'm, that's why I try, decided to implement this because I thought if I can make money doing this, it's going to only increase the value of this business. Have you had other people do yes. that, use cases?
0: Yeah, we've had people start and say. I'm actually looking to sell my business, but I wanna get this into our work stream show it, so it increases the valuation of my company very quickly because mm-hmm. it starts to return money for you quite fast. That We had that recently, we had that situation exactly where they're like, I just wanna get it on my books before I sell it. Yeah, yeah that's exactly that's the awesome. case. We've, we've also had uh, like, I would say, co- like property management coaches who have said, i want to create the stores for all of my users Mm -hmm. and i will be the primary user and i will make a little bit of the revenue by just creating the stores for every single person who comes through and you can add you can very soon you can send the money to their bank account per store so it's not you don't have to collect it all yeah but you are still getting a little bit of revenue just by setting up the stores for people those two recently i'm like Okay. You guys are all very smart
1: out there. I love that because now as a co-host, you can do that. We take all the money in ourselves. So there's that one single stream, but you guys yeah. are adding opportunities to send it directly to the the people that you manage, for instance. So let's say I manage for Joe and Joe Joe's property makes X amount of money. It goes directly to him as opposed to going through me. And I just get... I I invoice him like a fee or something on that. Yeah.
0: there's Right now we tell property managers, you can have your owner set up store. You can set one up for them with their email, but soon it will be I property manage 40 listings right now. All the money is going to go to your bank account. And then you, if you want to give some to the owner, you can, but soon it will be, okay, I'm going to assign a different bank account and I'm just going to invoice them. We do all the sales you can download all the sales reports for your bookkeeper too and be like okay this store made this much the store made this much and nice yeah
1: it's super simple i like the exporting of the files it makes it easy for accounting because we just go in we have in-house accounting super simple so last question i really have before we get into the last three questions but what's is there any benefit of somebody that only has one or two listings to use the platform and what are the what, what do you think about that? Is it worth it?
0: It is worth it for not the reason. It's worth it for the revenue, but it is worth it for the operational efficiency that comes with answering your guest questions before they ask them. You are going to get asked for a late checkout. You're going to get asked for, I don't know, a mid-stay cleaning. You're going to ask for a massage. Mm-hmm. Often you are saying no to all three of those things, right? Either right. because you don't have time to coordinate with your cleaner or they can't do it. You don't have time to give them four different names for massage therapy, places that might be closed, et cetera. So we had one property manager that said, oh, 80% of the questions around late checkout went away because your guest is pretty binary. They're either willing to pay for it or they're not going to use it, right? right? So the operational efficiency, and again, it looks like a value add where you're like, hey, right when you book, here's all the things you can do. Yeah. Yeah. It take you still want to obviously be hospitable and kind. You're going to answer any questions, but just answer them before they ask. The operational efficiency element. We have hosts who started to use our platform for things that break in their house, because you can add a tile in 20 seconds, be like, I want to sell this. Right. Or if your guest is, Hey, do you think you could do this one thing? We've had people be like, yeah, hold on. Let me put it in my store and then I'll send you the store. Mm. The operational efficiency, the other element is you stop saying no. You stop being like the bad guy ever Mm -hmm. because there is this software, there's this digital presence that if it says no, it's still not necessarily reflecting on you as well. And then the money element of it, it, it automates all of it. You're just capturing funds that weren't there before. I think a lot of people are like, oh, I need to take a while and learn this software. And for us, especially with my background, it was how can this be as easy as an eBay store? And as understandable as that, and you literally are like, I just spent 20 minutes doing this and now I said it and I don't have to think about it again, right?
1: Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And also there, yeah. it puts a value on late checkout, early check-in. I think a lot of people ask me questions about early check-in and yeah. they just assumed like we would give it um, yeah. as opposed to now they're like, oh, there's a number value to it. Yes. And if we do get into a alter, let's say that the, the guest is difficult to be able to offer, hey, late checkout as an exchange, yeah. potentially being like, hey, please don't give us a bad review. Obviously don't say that, but that is like nice because there's a number to it. It's, oh, he gave us this, like that's $50. That's that's yeah. nice. That was a nice thing to give, right? So there's a value to it. So I like that versus just being like, okay, they just did this thing. There's no value to it. Yeah. So cool. I want to get into the last three questions. The first one is, do you have a recommended Book that you want to share. It doesn't have to be real estate related.
0: Yes, the book that really influenced my 2023 is called "4,000 Weeks: mm-hmm. Time Management for Mortals," and it is by the guy who used to be the productivity journalist, I think, for the New York Times and another some it's other Michael newspaper. Hyatt. It might be. I wish I could remember offhand. "4,000 Weeks: Productivity for Mortals." And it is really a reframing. If you live to 80 years old, that is 4,000 weeks. You are alive for 4,000 weeks. That's That ain't much time. That's crazy, right? That's sadly mind blowing, right? But just reframing of productivity and reframing of, and it isn't, don't be productive. It actually, I have been more productive after reading that book, highly recommended.
1: That's awesome. Okay, cool. And then second thing, if you were a user, This is a unique question, if you were a user (laughs) that came into a property and you can have all of the up, you can have whatever you want in terms of upsells and whatever for your experience, where would it be? And what are the different things you'd be buying during your vacation?
0: I think it would probably be right now, like the south of France just Uh because I haven't spent any time there. I would do fresh flowers for sure. I will tell you, especially if the guy is booking and it's an anniversary trip, he's like, what am I gonna do to make this special? (laughs) I would have a huge bouquet of fresh flowers. I would have a stocked fridge. I would have um, massages planned for the following day. I would, especially if it's a destination that is, my whole thing with travel at this point particularly with children is i don't want to go somewhere that i have to drive i don't want to have to drive to dinner a lot of people on vacation i feel like that's the thing they're like i want to go to this place driving like packing up my whole family going out three times going to the beach coming I home going to dinner right <laughs> no i know there you yeah. go right um kids yeah it's such a better trip if you're removing all the friction okay we want someone to come and cook dinner we want cleaning every day right because i would have chosen a hotel if they had more rooms it's just too expensive for my family Mm -hmm. and they clean every day and they're leaving you a mint on your pillow or whatever it is i would want all those things that create that analog to a hotel cleaning flowers yeah all of those things bikes especially there i would choose that i would probably take home oh i've clearly thought about this but souvenirs if they had like a sun hat, a tote bag, a water bottle, anything that says the location on it, people will take with it. Awesome.
1: And even yeah. you, you're a sucker yes, for it.
0: Yes, even me. <laughs> oh, I'm a sucker for it. Dad and coffee shop merch, total sucker. So. <laughs> there you go.
1: I love yeah. that. Cool. That's why you're such a big proponent for mid-state cleans. Now that, yeah. that makes sense. Yes. The whole experience. Cool. And then the last thing is what is in, in line for the future for Annie?
0: A couple of things this year, we're really focused on property management software integrations. If you use a property management software, it may do a little of upsells, but it's not doing sending insurance and contacting your cleaner and all of those things. About half of the people that attend our demos have asked for different property management software integrations. So that's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, we are partnering with tourism boards. So the first one is Tourism Portugal to bring our software to Portugal later on in the month, actually, for two weeks because it really works well for people who don't want to download an app. Everything is mobile for us, so it's just, it's a website that you can share anywhere you wanna share it. And seeing, we've just seen a really strong signal in Europe as well of people being like, hey, I wanna be able to text this to my user when they ask me for a parking spot or a pool pass or whatever it is. Those two are really the big new things for the year.
1: Cool, what about you,
0: Annie? Oh gosh, <laughs> I don't know, my, my weeks that I have left, travel for sure, especially okay. with our international models, Italy, we're going to Italy, we're going to Portugal, we're going to France, and then who knows, we keep getting hit with Stripe emailing us saying someone in Brazil is using your platform already, so wow. probably a lot of travel is what I'm hoping. <laughs>
1: I love yeah. that. And hey, yeah. if I'm traveling to Europe and I come across an Airbnb that gives me HostCo, I'm going to know that you've made it. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. awesome. So how can people contact you to learn more about HostCo or to learn more about you?
0: Yeah. So our website is thehost.co. Um, yeah. So head there first Sign up for a demo. The demos are often just conversations with my co-founder as well, can answer any questions. Um, We have an Instagram. We have about 18,000 hosts in our community, and we do a lot of conversation there about value add. We don't talk about software. We talk about tips. We talk about what's selling. So we're at the host company on Instagram as well.
1: Nice. Thank you so much, Annie, for taking the time and sharing everything that you have on this. It's always interesting. I'm glad that we can actually take this conversation that we've had and put it in the world through Once again, technology. There you have it. Thank you so much, Annie, and take care.
0: Thank you. This has been a total highlight of my day, Patrick. So it's great (laughs) to chat with you. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to The Patrick Real Estate Show. If you found this episode helpful, please give us a follow and leave us a five-star review. Your support truly means a lot. And connect with Patrick in the show notes below. Until next time.